0: Hello and welcome to Type 2 Take 2 Podcast. I'm Danielle Vallette, your certified ketogenic integrative health practitioner, and this show is an extension of my coaching practice, Envision Health, Integrative Nutrition, and Wellness. Here, we discuss blood sugar dysregulation, hormones, and inflammation based off of research, clinical practice, and not-so-common sense. We use food, lifestyle, labs, and faith to get to the reason of why your body is going so crazy, and then pull it out from the root. You'll not only learn why your body is doing what it's doing, but you'll also learn how to support it and heal it yourself. Welcome to the show. Kick back, relax, and join the ride. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Type 2 Take 2, your diabetes and health Center podcast. I'm Danielle Valente, your ketogenic integrative health practitioner. Ah. And today, we are here for our part two of how, the CB- how CBD oil works in the body with Carrie Bishop. Get excited. Give her a round of applause, effective homes, because we are ready for this. Did you know that eating a low-fat, high-carb diet that follows the dietary guidelines for Americans or even the standard American diet, sad, which includes lots of sugar and processed carbohydrates can lead to gallbladder dysfunction? Did you know? At Envision Health Integrative Nutrition and Wellness, we believe that being healthy or pursuing health is not a rich man's sport and believing so we offer to you the opportunity to take your health to the next level by just changing your lifestyle. Yes, we offer a lifestyle uh, in education as to how to get your health back on track. And then and only then if those foundational things are not enough we offer you the foundational or the functional medicine lab testing in which you can dig deeper and find precisely what is going on with your health. Why not give it a try? That's Envision Health. And now for the chit-chat. Chit-chat guys, chit-chat. I have with me Lydia, my daughter. Say hi hello (laughs) and we're bringing the chit chat to you together so it's like when two people sit down and they like talk together
1: ancient
0: and you know (laughs) yeah ancient and we consider that chit chat you know because they're shooting the breeze or um using small sentences to make big points or vice versa making big points people
1: call that small talk
0: (laughs) exactly small talk but hopefully you guys can hear her um you know i'm very loud um but welcome olivia
1: thank you thank you very much
0: you're very welcome so i didn't really have a point of topic for chit chat because i knew i was going to have Olivia on and i kind of wanted to give her some free reign um so we can just chat about whatever it'll be a good five minutes of shooting the breeze and we'll go from there not including this little introduction
1: all right, so something this week happened, and I'm super, super happy I want to share it with you. What is it? So I got dressed to go nowhere. and That's
0: always nice.
1: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, really, it was, it was really, really cool. Yeah. I, I heard of it. Um, I think it was probably one of my people I watch on YouTube, probably Pinterest influenced that as well. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I want to get dressed and do nothing and so well i'm not a person who really can do nothing so Mm -hmm. i did something but it was of the nothing variety variety exactly okay so i made it a point to not make any chores or anything that i didn't want to do that day i just wanted to enjoy and have a date with myself that's what i wanted to
0: do very nice
1: yeah so i did my hair i put on a cute dress put some lipstick on and I was like, all right, we're gonna go into the city <laughs>
0: <laughs> of our small town. <laughs> the small town, the little Dorfie, the village. The so, village. So you put on lipstick and everything to go into town? Yep. That's what a lot a lot of people do that. What
1: makes it different from you? Um, it was for myself. Okay. <laughs> like it was genuinely like I didn't. Worry about what other people were thinking. I was just like, ooh, how does this make me feel? Ooh, this is exciting. This is fun. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Am I gonna wear those shoes? Yeah. Am I gonna wear any shoes? Mm I actually thought about not wearing any <laughs> shoes and just going barefoot.
0: I have seen a gentleman that walks around the town barefoot.
1: Yeah, whole
0: cul-de-sac. Oh do really?
1: Yeah. I oh. went to on a school trip, you know, and like they were talking to about them just on the school trip like yeah this is one guy that walks around barefoot (laughs) I'm like wow maybe
0: maybe he's trying to absorb the the energy from the from the earth he's grounding
1: yeah maybe so it's pretty cool i saw a lady walking yesterday a barefoot it's like all right cool
0: i saw someone that was walking barefoot as well um and it was also a a woman and i don't remember where but there was there was some commentary made about it like um is she what? Is she dressed? Is she barefoot or not? I don't know. Is she? I don't know. But I see her often. I think she is. And I think it was like a big, we did have a conversation about it, but I was confused. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know if she is. But that's really cool. So you got dressed. You decided to put shoes on. I nice. I did. I nice. literally
1: did. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went, I went into this, okay, my I had a one end goal and that was to go to this bakery to get Fancy chocolate, like bonbons, Ooh, that stuff. Yeah, I was bon like, bon. Bon.
0: She's certified in French, you guys. Yes, I am. She's certified I just in French
1: to say that. So I'm she's American.
0: exactly. I, that's why I had to go you know, clarify. She is certified in French. Her middle name is French, but she said bonbons just to help you guys to relate. So you can say thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Only thing I will not, I refuse is tortilla. That is the most heart-wrenching thing to say incorrectly and it really hurt myself like i cringed just saying it just now
0: indeed i cringed as well so i'm glad you didn't go get tortillas while you're over there <laughs> some, some bonbons so what did you do when you, that was your point to go get bonbons
1: that was my end. ankle boom, boom. and i ended up going all the way across the across town and i went to the library and i read for two hours and that right. was awesome because i never take time to really read i just mm. i'm like oh I'll, I'll i don't really feel like it yeah and i'll end up scrolling on pinterest or watching <laughs> youtube yep. for four hours and i'm and like it. i should make time for that yeah exactly like <laughs> let me
0: let me do something i promise myself yeah let my body trust me <laughs> Exactly.
1: <laughs> started reading, reading this amazing book uh, at least so far it's amazing it's called the gilded ones and i forgot uh who wrote it but i really really liked it yeah yeah
0: that's cool yeah so did you leave the book there
1: no it's my book oh oh okay i, uh, I bought okay. it at a bookstore one time okay so when you went to the library you brought your own book i did okay because it was silent <laughs> it's pure silence and other people are reading too. So it's motivating,
0: but okay. That's cool. I mean, cause you could've gone to a park, but where would you sit?
1: Yeah, exactly. not here, not yeah, around here. Benches, no, unless it's all the way at the end. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to walk.
0: Yeah, but that's cool too. Cause you were protected yourself from the elements.
1: Yeah, it was raining hard. But I felt like the aesthetic, <laughs> I was like, yes, reading, and looking at rain. I <laughs> oh, <that word>. yeah, <laughs> needed those suckers.
0: That's a very romantic thing that people usually put on <laughs> movies, like reading a book crouched over while the rain is pattering against the window.
1: Do yes. <laughs> <laughs> you ever do that? Not lately. No. No. Oh, you read this one like crazy book. Just... I did eat him. If you like that, was eat him.
0: If you like, yeah, that was nuts. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it was a true story based on a true story. <laughs> that I couldn't believe more than anything because these people were wacko. You guys, if you ever want to check out, eat it, eat him. If you like do that. And you'll be absolutely surprised. It's been adapted to English from a French, um, from the French language, but yeah, that's you read it all in one sitting, right? I did. I was hooked and I was appalled, but I was hooked. I was like whoa it's like watching the news except your brain is doing all the pictures
1: yeah (laughs) I love books like that though that you just can't put it down I've only had that with like a few books um these past few years because social media YouTube Netflix they really got me (laughs)
0: I think they got us all I don't know how many times how many hours I spend wasting away on Netflix or not Netflix but YouTube and um Instagram on occasion, not as much. YouTube actually not on occasion these days, not as much. That's um, great. Yeah, I know because I'm using it for all the chat sites that I go to, so I don't know. I'm wasting time there too. Well, <laughs> you're making
1: com- connections with real people. There you go. That's one-sided it. parasocial relationships.
0: That's that's it. That <laughs> technical word you said right there. That one uh-huh. there was social. Yeah. <laughs> social economic. I got a word for you. Ooh. Social. <laughs> oh my goodness so you went out you had you read your book you dressed the part for yourself not for anybody mm-hmm. else that's really awesome
1: and then i went to two stores that i had been wanting to go to for a really long time but i was like oh you know who I, no one wants to go with me why mm-hmm. would i go by myself you know like yeah. this is a like i like i'm living for other people and mm-hmm. i didn't want to do that not just for other people
0: yeah yeah. So
1: I really wanted to do something that I could enjoy mm-hmm. and that um, I could do by myself without anyone saying, "Oh, let's go here." Yeah, you know, I wanted to do it because I wanted to do it. Yeah, and it was really cool. I went to an art gallery. Nice. It was a free art gallery. You could just look at the stuff around of the local artists, mm-hmm. and I ended up seeing one uh, art piece from my teacher, which was super super cool. Yeah, and um, I also went to a perfume store. And, oh, nice. And doused myself with. Uh, endocrine disruptors. <laughs> I'm
0: <laughs> holding my tongue.
1: It's <laughs> like, oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did get a little lightheaded. So. Yeah, indeed. I mean, we don't have any of that stuff anymore at the house. No. So it, it, it's really, really hard when you hear, like, smell someone with like French perfume on. Yeah. You're like
0: <laughs> dying, like killing me slowly. With your scent killing me slowly with your scent, telling my whole life with your breath. I'd rather smell your breath than your perfume, actually. <laughs> Please. Oh my goodness. You know, it's it's horrid. I try not to be judgmental, but it just comes out. <laughs> Dang. It does. Well, I mean, when you're surrounded by it, it's that's when it gets frustrating. So it's not being judgmental about people choosing to wear perfume, but when they're wearing so much of it that like you can smell them a mile away or a kilometer away, then you got a problem. Or you can smell where they were, you know, after they've <laughs> left for like five minutes. It got but the same
1: time that's pretty awesome. You really leave your print. That is yeah. If only poisonous. it wasn't poisonous. If or,
0: only it wasn't poisonous. Not necessarily
1: poisonous, but just bad for you. Yeah, that is poisonous. Um, Or okay. Okay. (laughs) I want a signature scent. I want that really bad. So I was looking online and all that kind of stuff. I was like, ooh, do I want something vanilla y or do I want um, something musky, something citrus? Mm I'm really into citrus. I I love the orange orange taste and smell. And I'm like, "Mm -mm -mm, delicious. But I want to mix it and make my own signature thing.
0: I enjoy very much lemon. Uh, essential oils through doTERRA with a mix of clove essential oil. For me, that is the scent. So
1: that's a bit heavy with the clove, like, like, a mm-hmm, the undertone earthy type. Mm-hmm. And then you got something to lift it up. Mm-hmm. The lemony. And what was the other one?
0: That was it. You need one more. I was watching, um, um, how was it? Lotox edit. Um, and she was pre- showing someone who was, was a perfumist who only used essential oils to make her perfumes.
1: That's
0: cool. um, yeah, I was watching her on Instagram. Anybody can catch her, you know, low tox edit. Um And I was like impressed. She was like, well, if you want to learn how to make your own perfumes, you need to get three. You need the base note, you need the middle note, and you need the top note. And then, you know, you just lift the bottles up little by little or um whichever one you want to hire the most smell from lift it up to see how it would come out and and then you just sniff them like that and of course you can sniff them all day long because they are natural and safe and they're not going to burn your esophagus or kill your hormones which is great you know and then you can make your own scent and i thought wow that's what we're gonna do i'm gonna invite Olivia on to do that (laughs) we're gonna do that because we were talking about that before so i think it's great yeah
1: so far we've made our own baked goods Mm -hmm. we've made our own Wait, we made something with the essential oil. We made a uh, lipstick. Yeah. That was like mm-hmm. eating a crayon.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Too much wax. Too much wax. Way
1: too much wax. Way but we could wax. draw with it. I did test it. After. Yeah, you did. <laughs> we, we wound
0: up not wasting it completely because you were able to draw with it. So you had a pencil. Yeah. That's fantastic.
1: That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was fun. I got to try again because I really want to have a full face of makeup on because I like it.
1: Oh your next thing is eyeliner.
0: Eyeliner, yeah. That should be easy enough with coconut oil
1: and jojoba, charcoal, right?
0: and charcoal. Yeah. That'd be cool. It should be. And beeswax. Beeswax, I mean is beeswax is essential. So it can stay. It doesn't just melt off my eyelid. Oh. Yeah, it's important.
1: Ooh, then you would be like the <laughs> movies where you like it looks like you're crying, you're like <laughs> And yeah. it's all the it's all
0: melted all on your face. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Now that, that's a look. Yeah, something I want to walk around with. Definitely. <laughs> Hello, guys, with a big smile on my face and all the drippy eyeliner just going down my face. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you happy or are you sad? It's a mood. It's a mood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, this has been the chit chat. Was there anything else you wanted to pop out before, we, before you head out?
1: Have a date with yourself. Whoever's listening, just take time. I know you have the time. Don't say it. I know you have the time somewhere in your day to just do something for you. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Give yourself some time to have peace without everyone, anyone. Do it by yourself. That's what I want to say.
0: You could do it all by yourself. Let me hear you say, hey. (laughs) That's the chit chat. (laughs) Thanks, Olivia. You're welcome. All right, and now for an Equal Life update. There are few escapes in the modern world from the strain and drain that comes from looking at unnatural blue light. Whether it be your phone, computer screen, TV, and more, prolonged exposure to artificial blue light can begin to negatively impact your health. In addition to just eye strain, blue light can also affect your circadian rhythm. Which can cause sleep disturbances, and you know that if you are getting sleep disturbances, then your insulin resistance is becoming more and more prominent. Okay, that's why they are so happy to provide you with a great offer this week to help combat the excessive blue light exposure. Equal Life is offering a get a pair of blue light blocking glasses for free for any product uh, purchases over. so very exciting. Yes, they're doing this for you. Not all blue light is bad, of course. And in fact, it's in, in its natural form. It's what gets us up in the morning and, you know, gives us that energy, helping our cortisol levels to rise and get us moving. What you sometimes may consider to be the dawn effect when your blood sugar levels start to go up because the cortisol has to raise your sugar levels to get you up the energy. The problem is as nighttime rolls around and we are all glued to our screens, the unnatural blue light that is emitted can keep cortisol levels high during a time when they should begin to drop. Now, that should allow melatonin to take over, but if the cortisol levels are so high, that's just not going to happen. Um, an ongoing pattern can cause greatly disruptive sleep. The quality of your sleep, it will be completely disrupted and your body's ability to rest and recover will be by now by none non, not even existent while shutting down screens at least two hours before bed is ideal let's get real we understand that's not always practical which is where blue light gloss uh, blocking glasses can help Dr. Cabral himself, my mentor, by which education that I took my in the creative Health Practitioner course, recommends blue light blocking glasses as a smart workaround, helping to improve sleep as well as prevent eye strain, mass, macular degeneration, and retina-based issues. So don't forget, this is the time to jump right in there, get those blue blocking glasses, focus on lowering that heightened response to the blue light when it's not supposed to be that's always the best way to go you can get your natural blue light but you don't want to be overexposed so now is the time to kick it in the face and get your blue light glasses if you have any questions you can always click on the link down below so that way you can get shooted, shoot shot right over to the blue light uh glasses Um uh, but don't forget, you do need to make a purchase over one hundred forty nine dollars. So that could be anything. Just like I mentioned before, I love uh, the protein uh, powder that is available. I love it. The omega threes are available. I would say go for it. What else is available? I would also say offer to add in your your vitamin D three and K two. Those are the type of things that you can easily add in to get your $149 worth of product and get the blue light blockers for free, man, get them for free. So that's all I got to say about that. Hopefully you guys get in while the getting is good. There are usually only so many that that are offered to the equal life, uh, uh family and usually it's about $500, 500, uh, items in that one category. So don't delay now for an envision health update so envision health integrative nutrition and wellness is going to be extending its reach to the netherlands to the netherlands to the dutch people and you may be wondering to yourself or asking yourself well why would you be extending the reach to the netherlands or the dutch people when you are in the netherlands with the dutch people and the fact is this i don't speak dutch well for for medical terminology so I'm going to be working on that, but furthermore, which this just came rolling out of my mouth. So I suppose I'm supposed to tell you this, I'm going to make myself available, which means I'm going to have to utilize more time and energy to learn more, um, Dutch terminology. So that way I can be best help those because I've come across at least five women who need my help, who are Dutch speaking a bit elder, the uh, English is not that great, but I mean, if I could just learn a few term, a few words in Dutch more than what I already know, then I could help them in a way that would be profound. And that's what I want to do. So I, as the, the coach for envision health at the moment, am going to be sticking my neck out on the line, focusing more on, um, medical terminology so that way I can best assist. And you may be asking yourself, well, why would you focus on medical terminology if you're just a health coach? Um, okay. How about biology? I'm going to be focusing on biology terminology so that way I can help my clients and my future clients that are here in the Netherlands, because one, I have helped many people in the United States. and I'm very thankful. However, I'm realizing that there are people in my own backyard that I could be assisting and that could be receiving, um, could be receiving help now as opposed to when I think I'm ready, because sometimes you can't do things when you think you're ready. Also, Also, secondarily, the Envision Health update is that, um, oh my goodness, now it's all gone. I guess that was what flooded my brain. That's what needed to come out. And I guess I need to say it out loud so that way I can actually do it. So there it is. I'm going to be focusing and um, involving myself in a lot more medical um, um, gatherings and biological gatherings. (laughs) That's the song biology, you know, where all the health practitioners are coming together in the Netherlands and they're coming up with ways to help. But again, I'm going to come in a way where my, um, where we're going to focus on, you know, I'm not going to compromise. I'll say that. Okay. I'm not going to compromise how I believe, how I feel about things. And I'm going to help the people who want to be helped. Ta-da. So, I'm excited to let you all know the immersion health update is that I'm going to get down and dirty with the with the Dutch. Ik ga Nederlands praten in een misschien in misschien een manier waarin iedereen mogen goed begrijpen, and I think that maybe i zou ook do podcast in Dutch so that the people can understand it very well and maybe I can helpen dus So that is the idea. That's the idea. And if you're interested in it or if you have any questions about it, I would love for you to let me know. know, um, Either email me, teamihinwa at gmail.com or go to my Instagram, envision underscore whole underscore health and let me know what you think about this. I need to know that people want this because I hate to do things. I do a lot of studying. (laughs) I do a lot of studying. And I want to know that I'm actually helping somebody and not just feeding my ego because I don't want that. Okay, so there is the Vision Health update. Okay guys, now we're gonna talk setbacks. Setbacks, oh my word. Do you have a setback today? Because this week, I don't. I'm gonna say it loud and proud because I don't. I don't have a setback this week. Um, I am uh, very excited to, keep on going with the progress that I've been making Yeah, Has there, has there been some ups and downs? Uh, Yeah, but do I consider that setback? No, no. And if you're having some ups and downs, meaning that you're struggling, like I have a friend who was struggling. She wanted, she wanted something very badly. She bought it, but she didn't consume it. And I was like, <laughs> yes, exactly right. You didn't consume it. Good, but she was more upset the fact that she purchased it in the first place. Sometimes you're going to do things that you're not happy with, but if you don't complete the action, then you're doing great. So that's what I was trying to, um, encourage her. And I want to encourage you to, I know this is not motivation and encouragement. This is setback time. So I don't have any setbacks to, um, to report, but maybe you do, if you do, do not hesitate to pat yourself on the shoulder, push yourself forward. So that way you can go forward with knowing that you, Have a plan. You have a destination. You have a journey. You have all the things that you want to call it. The point is, is that the setback is only for that minute moment in time because you are going to pick yourself up and you're going to keep on trucking because that's what we do. Now, if you don't have a setback, please ring that bell. Woo! For those of you who have a setback, don't despair, make your plan. You have the next second to make a different, to make a shift in your, in your mind in your mentality and your thought processes and all the things. So don't hesitate to just breathe in, breathe it out. You remember when we used to do those, those breathing techniques, five in seven out, you remember that? Do those and that's five, five second inhale, seven second exhales and repeat how and you feel calm. Because the fact is we all have things that we go through. We have things that we may have done that we may not be proud of, but then we keep going and we don't beat ourselves up because there are plenty of people out in the world who want to beat us up emotionally. So we need to be on our own side, be on your own side. So. Um, thank you. Once again, this is the setback, uh, element of our pillars. And I really hope that with this, you are able to not only, not only speak out about your setback. The fact is you need to speak out about your setback. Why? Because otherwise it's going to keep on eating you up on the inside. It's called, it's, it's, it's a part of, you know, just being feeling guilty and you don't want that. And I know I'm kind of like going into it now and okay, fine but you don't want that you don't want to be feeling guilty you don't want to be eating you up you don't want to be feeling like you have to hide because you don't we don't hide there is no food guilt there is no food guilt which also means there's no exercise guilt there is no um or lack of exercise guilt there is no um i didn't drink enough water guilt there's no i was upset with the family guilt none of that because you just keep on picking yourself up and going forward once you pick yourself up and go forward then all of those things and 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 confessing with your mouth and letting it out so that way it doesn't eat you up and it doesn't keep on having power over you to keep on doing to keep on feeling small on the inside because that's not what we're we're trying to do we talk about our setbacks to set ourselves free it's like a confessional except you don't have to go to church (laughs) you don't have to go to church you just have to just say i had a setback this is my setback i'm moving on I had a setback. This is my setback. I'm moving on. I had a setback. This is my setback. I'm moving on. I didn't have a setback. Ring that bell, ring that bell, ring that bell. I didn't have a setback. Ring that bell, ring that bell, ring that bell. Whatever you have to do, do that. Whatever you have to do, do that and embrace the power of confession or rejoicing. Okay. So that is our setback segment. I I really hope that you enjoyed this one. Okay, guys, now we're on to motivation and encouragement, motivation and encouragement. I want to motivate and encourage you to stop lying to yourself. I know that was so loud. Your poor eardrums. Stop lying to yourself. Okay. Let me tell you something about this. I used to lie to myself just to give you an example, a real true example. I think I mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again, just so that you can understand. I used to lie to myself and tell myself, I don't like frosting. I hate it. I hate cake frosting. I hate it with a passion. It's so disgusting. But what I realized actually, after many years of, being in my own head and in my you know because I, I'm I'm a thinker that way I think that's what I do <sighs> being in my own head I realize that okay I like frosting I like the frosting it's so good just it's delicious but it's full of sugar if you're not making it right 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 so I lied to myself to convince myself that I didn't like it, so I wouldn't go off and eat it. No, I mean, you could say that it was possibly for the better, betterment, the good of your my my health kind or my diabetes kind or my insulin shooting kind, but it wasn't because really what I did is I set myself back. Had I just acknowledged the fact that I like it and looked for another alternative look for an alternative. To it, then I would have been far beyond where I, then where I was when I finally recognized that I actually did like the frosting. I liked it. I like it. a lot. I loved it. I loved the frosting. Now, I have a friend who has been convincing himself. He lied to himself, and he's probably listening right now. I'm sorry. I'm I'm telling on you. I have a friend. He he lied to himself. He said he doesn't like sweets. He's in the same position, blood sugar dysregulation. Okay. I hate sweets, he says. I hate it. And I was thinking, okay, well, if you hate sweets, I'm not gonna make you anything because I can make all kinds of bomb, bomb keto treats that are just like so delicious. I make my own chocolate. I make my own ice cream. I make my own bars. I make my own cookies, cakes, muffins. I (laughs) I mean, I make it because why? I have a sweet tooth and I was gonna make it keto style. But he said, he doesn't like sweets. So I'm like, okay, well, sure I'm not going to make it. I won't make it for you. I mean, why should I force this down? You hate sweets, hate it. Later on, come to find out he absolutely loves sweets, but he'd been lying to himself, lagging, lagging to himself to convince himself that he does not like sweets. Why? So that way he doesn't get in the habit of eating sweets. Why? Because it affects his blood sugar. Why? Because he has blood sugar dysregulation and his insulin production is in, in, a, in, in proportionate with the amount of, of uh, carbohydrate, high processed uh, and refined carbohydrates that he's eating. Ta-da. Boop, 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 boop. So, I want to motivate, motivate. I want to motivate and encourage you to not lie to yourself. <laughs> I want to motivate and encourage you to not lie to yourself. Are you lying to yourself right now? Stop. Stop. There's that saying sometimes, They say like, oh, fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. No, this is not one of those moments where you're faking it till you make it. Don't lie to yourself. Just let's be real for a second. I like sweets. So instead of buying the other things, I'm going to make my own sweet treats that are made with, you know, sugar alcohols, God bless them, or stevia or monk root. That's what I'm gonna use. Or I'm going to purchase very expensive, um, sugar-free, true sugar-free, not acessica K and not sucralose, and we can skip on the maltitol as well, but I mean, I mean, it's up to you mouth is, It's up to you. Any case, what I'm saying is this, you're either going to buy the thing, but you're going to replace it or, or you're going to make it yourself. But what you're not going to do is you're not going to lie to yourself. Why? Because you need to start trusting yourself. And you can't trust yourself if you're lying to yourself. The same thing goes when you make promises to yourself to do things for yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Just do the thing. Didn't you hear the chit chat? Didn't you? <laughs> I'm just saying, guys, I'm saying it from the bottom of my heart and from somebody who has felt this, who has gone through it myself, who's done the thing, who has experienced it. Stop lying to yourself and actually get to the root or find an alternative path instead of just lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Don't say you don't like something when you do. If it's not good for you, you need to find something that's good for you that will replace it. If it's not good for you right now, then you need to, you know, slow that roll down and just wait a little bit you know or wait till your flex meal and then have that thing you know you know you don't know what i'm talking about with flex mills have you not been listening to this podcast at all when we talk about the 21 day um elimination protocol you start adding things in you get your flex meal then after 21 days it's really awesome in any case that's what i'm saying do not lie to yourself recognize that you desire something If it's not good for you at all, let's find an alternative. If it's not good for you right now, let's find an alternative or wait until it is good for you and then have it and enjoy it, okay? That is the motivation and encouragement. Hey there everyone. Are you looking for an opportunity to be able to have a sit down conversation with a certified ketogenic integrative health practitioner about what is going on with your body and coming to a root cause result? Well then look no further. You can always join by clicking on the link down below where it connects you to getting a 15 minute free consultation, a discovery call. And in that discovery call, you can we can sit down together and determine what are your goals so that way we can aim towards getting you closer to a happier, healthier you. If you have any questions, do not hesitate to contact me through envision underscore whole underscore health, which you can reach me through the Instagram page. Otherwise, you can always go to my business page on Facebook, which is Envision Health Coaching. Don't hesitate to make this day the best day that you could ever have by scheduling yourself a free 15-minute discovery call. Don't wait. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to that short commercial. I hope that you loved it. You know, we always invite you to send in your questions. get Connect with us through Instagram. And this is no different, envision underscore whole other- Health. and again we're back with Carrie and she's helping us out here by giving us the lowdown on CBD like guys guys CBD oil the good stuff not like the fake stuff she can't she can't she can't attest for the the fake stuff but she can tell you what what a good stuff looks like so I'm excited now Carrie please um we were, uh, really quick you said um you were talking you were talking about what um some of the um CBD oils um, with the bad carrier oils or that they look kind of goopy, not goopy, but some of them are like really clear. What, what, is, what does a good CBD oil look like?
2: You know, and I'm sure I probably shocked some people with what I said earlier about it not being a cure-all. I, I know you were very surprised <laughs> my foot- by my stance on that, considering my background in, in healthy eating and, and healthy living. So, um, you know, and before I used to think there was a cure-all, but, uh, you know, honestly, it depends on the carrier oil. Olive oil and MCT oil is a very common carrier oil for um, for CBD. There's others. I don't know if those brands are still on the market or not, but a lot of them, they had an extraction method that would um, have a clear formula and... You know, honestly, if something is clear, then that means that it's synthetically modified, which is one of the reasons why I still don't trust MCT oil, because even though it comes from coconut oil, it is a synthetically altered molecule, um, and we know from you know, science background that when you start chemically altering it, then it loses a lot of the properties of what it used to be. And, you know, then there's also that consumer confusion thinking that something came from that product. So it must have the benefits of that product. And in marketing, you know, one of the things that you remember with marketing in the, about six, seven, eight years ago was, uh, having phrases like the the rice was the san francisco treat and it had absolutely nothing to do with that product but you know people were having advertising issues and making it seem like it was something that it was not right and so they came in with regulations and i feel that coming in with some of these extraction methods and carrier oils is also misleading to the the customers, the consumer, because you think that it's coming from that plant, meaning that it would have the benefits of that plant, but it's not having the benefits of that plant because you as a consumer does not have the science background that I and some other people have, does not have a nutrition background like I and others have. And so you're going to think, like most consumers would think, oh my gosh, this is a great product because... You know, it comes from this, but they are not aware that it has little or no amounts, trace amounts of that plant left in it or that oil left in it. And so, you know, I really don't know as far as that's why I say that they're scary, because you really don't know what's in it. Um, I did have I watched a video last month of a woman that was talking about how um cbd oil she's part of the company that i'm with but she also offers other things and she's a life coach so we have the same mentor, so that's why we um kind of got to know each other because of our mentor Mm -hmm. and so she um was talking about cbd oil and was showing a body a bottle of cbd oil that was just thick nasty goop okay it was like motor oil it was that thick and it was dark and it was just incredibly weird and you know people take vitamins and they take other supplements <clears throat> for me seeing some of those cbd options on the market pardon me while i clear off the frog i'm <laughs> um, seeing some of those options on the market i just thought you know it's really weird that you would have extra stuff in there, like a, a vitamin supplement added to your your CBD. To me, that just kind of seems like that's too much overload for the body when it should be mostly focusing on the CBD receptors going out and grasping the CBD. Yeah. So I felt like that was just too much in a product. Okay. Now, is it bad? No, but it may be distracting. The body from doing what CBD is necessary to do. And not only that, but if they're putting, like I've told you, you know, we talked about before the break, how much of those nutrients are really in there? Because, you know, from a skincare background, from a nutritional background, you know, and from me coaching other business owners that they were complaining about, well, I'm putting like 30, 40% of hemp oil in there. How can I keep my costs down? And myself and others were saying, why were you putting so much hemp oil in there when, when people don't usually put more than 5%? You only need around 1% to be able to claim that you've got hemp in there. Well, you know, of course they were wanting to give the benefits to the consumer, but the problem is you've got these people on the market that are doing it the, the market industry standard, which is a very tiny trace amount. Then you have these other businesses that are small business owners, that are wanting to put it on the market with massive amounts, but then the consumer looks like at it, it's all the same. So I think with the CBD products on the market, I think people need to look at it that way, that there's going to be some that are a good quality and some that are a better quality. And then there's going to be some that the FDA and other businesses are going to start weeding out because they're trash. Yeah. Yeah, and some of that has already happened we've already seen brands come off the market indeed yeah so if you if you added too much
0: don't (laughs) don't laugh at me (laughs) no it was never my strong suit so too much hemp means way less cbd right is that that what the
2: not necessarily i mean the hemp oil is just a liquid volume i want you to think of it like a liquid volume. The, the because there's no CBD in hemp you have to add it the the hemp oil and the CBD come from different areas of the hemp plant okay. and I think I can go into that a little bit more. I think people are confused about that too yeah. um you know there's there's different areas of the plant I was going to send you and I will still send it to you I'll email it to you because I think it's very interesting these articles that I've brought up with some of the graphics. The, the different uses of hemp, and the hemp heart comes from a different area. The hemp seed comes from a different area. The fiber comes from a different area. The leaves, as you know, right. well, I wasn't really ready to talk about what all the different uses for the hemp plant is. It's just that mm-hmm. there is a plant that used to be in our ecosystem that was used as as animal feed, that we were indirectly getting CBD through the animals that we ate and through the plants that we ate, And through the tinctures, because remember back then, almost every medication or tincture or snake oil had cannabis in it up until the 30s. So if you have older great grandparents for the younger generation, my generation, because my parents and grandparents waited until they were ancient old to have kids. Right, right. Um, So, you know, if you waited until your 30s to have kids, then of course you're going to go back one or two generations and your parents or grandparents are probably going to have one of those bottles, which you'll see all over the Internet, that that says that it had cannabis in it.
0: Yeah.
2: And so, you know, back then do- doctors were uh, traveling doctors. They would take these what they call them snake oils. It doesn't mean that they didn't work. It just means that, that they would come and, and market it as magic, which is what
0: um... medical
2: field med- medication needs in <gasps> translation. And um, so, you know, uh, Native Americans were very distrusting of these things that they were bringing around. And even early settlers were very distrusting. But, you know, back then you had the good with the bad. You had the ones that had the good formulas and you had the ones that had the bad formulas. But without there being an understanding or regulation in the market through the 30s and 40s, they just came through and and it made, banned it all, made it all illegal. Ah, uh... and there was you know without awareness without understanding and at that time hemp had a higher thc content too yeah so there's some things i'd like to share about the plant itself and its cousin and how they're similar how they're different so i don't know if if you want me to launch into that or if you had some other questions you wanted me to cover
1: yeah
0: because there's so much awesomeness here let me let me just reconfirm let me check before we go into the, okay, so you explained about the hemp and, and not, and parts, parts aside, because there's a certain amount, because you mentioned like less than 1% is needed, but that, but that doesn't necessarily mean of the CBD oil, not the hemp. Um, are there, you mentioned that they're adding like vitamins and things to some of them. Does, does, is there a cofactor that it, that that can be applied to the CBD oil um, type thing, you know, like, well, vitamin uh, D3 needs K2, you know, to process accordingly. Is there is there something that would make it process accordingly or does the CBD process on its own?
2: That I'm aware of, I don't think that those things add anything. The receptors in our body process it on it, its own from what I can find in studies. Awesome. So the, the CBD receptors are able to do that on their own Um, The many studies that I've looked at and the articles, the science articles since 2019, have all pretty much indicated that the CBD connects with the receptor and the body does exactly what it needs to be without any extra help. Oh, that is so awesome. Then that clears up the, because then, you know, if you're going to go buy it.
0: They're <laughs> gonna go buy it and if I said okay, me, if I was to go buy it, I'd be like, oh wow, it's got like vitamins such and such also.
2: Oh, well great. Yeah. As a consumer, you see it and you're like, oh my gosh, it's got all these vitamins in here and and these vitamins are great, so I'm gonna take them, but that's like the person that hears that vitamin C is great and they overload on it and then it causes a problem in their body. You can take too much of something and it causes more negative than it does a good. And the same thing can happen in THC. The same thing can happen in, you know, either of the two cousins, the way that you're taking it now. Does that mean that you can overload on CBD? Probably not because your body's going to snatch up those molecules and put it in the receptors quite quickly. And I don't think that there's really going to be any product on the market that has CBD in a high enough amount that it's going to overload you with it. Oh, that's good to know. That's very- Unless you were downing like bottles, like they were five hour energy drinks or something like that. Have you heard of anything like that? Have you heard of anybody doing anything like that? I have not, thankfully, and I hope that nobody does that. Uh, I would definitely advise against that, but it doesn't mean that there isn't somebody there. I mean, we had to caution kids not to eat Tide Pods four or five years ago. Right. You know, And who would have thought that you'd had to do that? So yes, definitely don't do that. Don't be downing bottles of CBD because for one thing, in order to get a good quality with a higher level of CBD in it, that's just very expensive to be throwing money away like that. I would say so.
0: I would say so. Oh my word, this
2: is is great. All
0: right, okay. I have no more questions. Please continue.
2: (laughs) Okay, so I wanted to... To kind of go into uh, a little more about the regulations back then, Um, of course, I have my own opinions on it, which I mean, we can talk about off off recording um, about why I think that some of those things were banned. And of course, people are going to say, well, anytime something good comes out, they always ban it. Well, the thing is that nothing is 100% good and nothing is 100% bad. That's the facts. That's reality. Everything that's good. I mean, we wouldn't have medications if everything was 100% good or 100% bad. Now you can have something that's mostly good or mostly bad, but something that is mostly good is still going to have cons. Something that is mostly bad is still going to have pros. And that's where medication comes in. They extract those things that are good out of something that's bad and they use it I mean, even arsenic is used as a tranquilizer. It's used as whatever else it's used for. I'm really not sure. But, you know, it's used for different things because it's safe to use in animals and other structures, but it's not safe for us. It's toxic for humans. So, you know, it's the same way with something that's good or bad for you. Um, Nothing is 100% one way or the other. So I wanted to kind of point on that, that even though CBD is has a lot of benefits for us there is some cons to it um so i don't want to be throwing out medical terms but you know i did recently within the last few weeks come upon a a very interesting article about the big c that um you know a lot of people think that like i said it's not a miracle cure but it does help the body in regulation and so because of that people think that it can help you massively with that problem. But, and it possibly does. There, There's probably some ways that it does help with that. I do know some people that have had animals with lumps in their stomach and they would apply it topically and the lumps would reduce. So yes, it can be very beneficial for things like that. Um, just like in our bodies, it's beneficial for whatever it does for us. But at the same time, um, when we're on that subject of the big C, There are some rare types that it can turn on from, according to those articles that I have recently come across. Okay. I would have never known. I would have even connected. It was very surprising for me to find that out. So, you know, whole transparency, nothing is 100% good when it's good for you. There is some bad that comes with it. Now, you know, I was trying to find that study and the article, I was unable to find it again for today. Um, Now, does that mean that it's true that it really can turn on some things in the body that are bad for us? It's very possible because we know that a lot of things that are very good for us that are mostly good also have cons to them. So I want people to be aware that, you know, just because something is good for you doesn't mean that you should be loading up on it. You should be taking the recommended amount. Right. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And that's with anything. That's just like any other vitamin as well that you would take. You don't mm-hmm. overload. You know, Yeah. Gonna-
2: I mean, even too much vitamin D or the wrong type of vitamin D or too much vitamin A and K can cause huge detrimental problems just like a lack of vitamin C causes problems.
0: Absolutely. A lack Absolutely.
2: of vitamin B causes problems, you know. There's good things in CBD. There's good thing in hemp. The plant itself, there's good thing in good things in it, but there's also negatives too. So, would, so that's would, one thing i wanted to touch a little more on i appreciate that yes please go on so i guess that was you know the main thing about the cbd and then i wanted to move into a little bit more about hemp and marijuana yeah um yeah. they are cousins and a little bit more about what it was like back in, up to the 40s when it was completely banned um you know, at that time, there was a mindset that, you know, the, the THC levels even in marijuana were significantly higher and, and hemp were significantly higher. Um, it's weird because you could buy hemp rope and hemp fibers from other company, other countries, and it was sold here in the United States, but we were unable to grow it here. So the fact is that hemp was used as livestock feed. So we were getting CBD, Uh, from third third party through these animals that we were eating and digesting. We were getting it from some of these concoctions and tinctures that we were getting from these traveling salesmen. And so it was widely aware, but um, because of the mindset and the high levels of THC and how THC can be damaging, I remember I ran across an article in early 2019 when I first started looking into CBD and how it's, you know, the molecular structure of it. Um, So they were talking about in this one article that, uh, you know, marijuana obviously has much higher levels. In the United States, hemp is required to have 3% or less of THC. Most uh, most companies have 1% or less. A lot of other companies on the market have around the same as this one that I work with, right around... 0.3 0.3 percent which is a third of a percent and so um it had more back in that time frame it had more they've been able to um adjust the plant through breeding basically to to make it low less amounts but there was a study done i don't remember what year um because i want you to understand that even though these things were banned in the united states that uh laboratories in the government were still doing testing on it during that time okay okay and so one of the articles i'll send to you actually refers to testing that was done in eight in the 80s um, on either marijuana or hemp i don't recall which one it was but they were still doing testing on it so even though it was in, in other countries were obviously doing testing on on hemp and marijuana So um, back to that article a couple years ago that I ran across, it was talking about the levels of THC that were harmful to the body, and that the levels of THC in in marijuana are great for medicinal use for two specific things. And one of them is where the body shakes, and the other one is where you fall on the floor, you're shaking violently, and they used to have you hold your tongue. Yeah. But they don't do that. They don't have you hold the tongue anymore. So for those two things, they found out that the high THC levels were very beneficial for that. But the high THC levels are actually very toxic to the body. So they did some testing and they found out that up to 18% of THC was beneficial to the body and anything over 18% was highly toxic. Okay. So that was one of the problems with... Um, You know marijuana uh, being part of the uh, cannabis family was that because of the high thc levels they just wanted to ban all of the species because some people are still under the understanding that hemp is marijuana and yes it grows the same it has a smaller leaf it stinks to high heaven it smells very strong the same as marijuana does in fact i think in uh the varieties sold these days probably smell more than than marijuana does (laughs) um but you know there was this broad view at that time that everything was cannabis and everything was marijuana and high thc levels are bad for us so they came in and banned it and so um if you have questions i'll answer them and if not then i'll go ahead and, and go into more detail about the hemp plant
0: yeah, please, please continue, because this is very interesting. I'm seeing right now, and you all, I know I'm quiet, and you guys aren't used to that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I think I think that's probably typical of our relationship, is just like you ask me questions, and then I kind of give it to you, and you absorb it like a sponge. For 20 years, that's the only way that I've known you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know me, I love it. have always been. Yeah. You've always been a person that I can talk to and get education from and mm-hmm. be led with. And so, you know, this is not indoctrination folks. I'm just letting you know, I would just like, <laughs> she's just been like a really great person that I can come to for information. And then when I knew that she was, that Carrie was working on this and she was, she was utilizing these products herself. And actually she had more to say about it. I said, I got, I have to have her on the podcast. You My cats have- use
2: it. We use it. Yeah. We have it in our coffee. We take a coffee with CBD. That's one of the products. Um, you know, obviously since I have access to the the CBD on the on the open market, I plan to put it into some products. Now, you know, I was to the point of thinking that a wash-off product was not beneficial, but after talking to people that have used um products that you put in your bath and you soak in it and having um some of their symptoms relieved from different issues then i now have a different stance on it that i think that any amount that's on your skin that absorbs in is probably beneficial to you even if it's trace amounts in a soap or a lotion or or something that washes off or yeah. rinses off in the bathtub of you know any type yeah, so an
0: unspoken question honestly i did
2: wonder like okay what's the point <laughs> because you're it's you gonna- know <laughs> I think a lot of it is probably um, education. You know, a lot of people were saying to me uh, two, three, four years ago, "Oh, it's beneficial," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, but it's a wash-off product. How much of it, how much of it are you really going to get if you're not taking it sublingually, which means under the tongue, right. and you're not taking it orally, and you're not putting it on your skin and leaving it there in a cream or a balm?" then you know or in the belly button a lot of kids with um certain problems on the spectrum that have uh texture issues that they can't put it in on the tongue or on the skin they have to put it in the belly button because then it's able to absorb better Ah. so so you know it was just probably awareness on my part that you know I wasn't really looking deeper like I should have I was just thinking about what I had been told that it's a waste with a wash off product, which yes, it is a waste. But then you got to think about the fact that if you're putting it in something fizzy in the bathtub and you're soaking in it, are you not getting benefit of it because it's not absorbing 100% the way that it would if you're sublingually using it or digesting it, or are you still getting some benefit? It's not like a soap where you put it on and wash it off immediately. Right. Yeah, something like that would probably not be as beneficial as far as being able to absorb it internally. But that doesn't mean that for something like uh, putting beneficial oils in there for your skin to make your skin feel better when you wash your hands, that the CBD that you're using wouldn't do the same thing. Indeed. Indeed.
0: It makes me um, think back to Epsom salts or you know, just or magnesium flakes that you would you're not directly putting them you're yeah. putting them the water, you're soaking in it and it makes you feel great. And then mm-hmm. most people a lot of people I should say shower after they you know after they take a bath or whatever. So so it's rinsed off once again and there there it is gone, but you still receive the benefit of it. It may not yeah. be that a pill where you would get a a, a higher maybe a higher quantitative amount but you still get such relief from it and
2: so yeah so i mean my beliefs on that have changed where before i thought oh well it's, it's washing off what benefit are you getting but you know um <laughs> without saying any medical claims there are benefits to you know using a lotion in your soap that uh you wouldn't normally think of or in your body wash when you're in the shower and you come out and you're not having to apply extra products well, well, the same thing, logically, in my mind, I think, well, the same thing must be happening with CBD, even though it's not giving you the same kind of, the same kind of relief or benefit that it's getting from other types of uses and, and topical. Maybe it's possibly giving you relief from something that would have been a, a cause or irritation from maybe the type of soap that you were using, you know, or, uh, maybe something of that nature that maybe it's just causing a barrier to prevent it. So I had to think about those kind of things. I love that. And now, I don't know if it does. I haven't found any studies that showed whether it is I'm just going based on what other people have said to me and saying, quit discounting it. It's not a, a foul wash off product. You know, it, it, it makes my skin feel great. So, you know, based on those people who said that, they were getting some kind of benefit out of it then i don't know what the benefit is i don't know what it's doing uh, I, maybe someday we'll have some studies that come out with it i'm just saying that i'm not discounting what those people have said that it helped them indeed an anecdotal and what it did who really knows right
0: right those in it those anecdotal ones or those anecdotal evidences are just as good yeah
2: because you can have any kind of product irritate your skin or cause a reaction. And it can be something that's beneficial for you. It can be, you know, tea, it could be a flower that's an edible flower that you can eat. I mean, shoot, peanuts and rice, how many people can't eat them? Yes. You know, and you can't even take peanut butter and jelly to school anymore, because it's so toxic to some people. So, you know, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really think that we should be discounting you know, those people that say that it's poisonous to them, just like we shouldn't be discounting the people that say, you know, I felt so much better after soaking with, you know, all this stuff that had CBD in it, or I feel so much better after using my soap that has CBD in it. Absolutely. No, I agree. There's no kind of, there's no kind of uh, studies or anything or, or whatever needs to be done to, to back it up. But I'm not going to discount their claims. It's just that, unfortunately, I mean, it's it's like a, a breath of air is how much weight it carries in the industry.
0: Absolutely. Fact of the matter is studies cost a lot of money and it co- requires a lot of things. And you need a randomized and controlled and all these things. So if you hear from these people who are saying it and it's working for them, you could always try it on your Let's see if it works for yourself as well and then you can add to the anecdotal study the anecdotal study which is just as great and more more realistic sometimes than yeah looking at a paper because then you know for yourself that n equals one really makes a big difference as to what i mean that's what usually people follow follow through by lots of people they, they need the science and the and the research and sure. other people they need to hear, okay what did joe say about this what did sue say what did what did michael say about this okay well okay i'll give it a shot so that's that's really cool
2: now i'm going to thank you for bringing that up because there was something that i was going to to touch on that i had completely forgotten after i woke up this morning <laughs> please do so it's more of the science aspect of it um, so i'm going to kind of tell you what it's like when you do a science experiment because, like you said, you know, uh, which I was already going to say, you have your hypothesis. Like we're trying to prove that, you know, hemp on a on a wash off product, uh, uh, hemp and CBD are beneficial to the body. Well, you go in with this hypothesis, saying that you're going to prove it or disprove it, and then you find out that the study doesn't turn out anything like your hypothesis, which I kind of already talked about earlier. But the thing is, with science, you can manipulate your study and your data to come to the conclusion that you want it to be. But the thing is, is people, when they look at these uh, studies, they look at what the hypothesis was. They don't look at the individual aspects of the data and how things were changed and changed and changed to arrive at the conclusion that they, they got to. So when they look at it, you could say, one study says that I took a slide and I added water to my slide and... It didn't eradicate the organisms on it. Well, then another person comes out and says, well, I pr- can prove that I put water on my slide and the water got rid of those organisms. They stopped moving. It, it eradicated them. Well, what they're not pointing out is they maybe used uh, carbonated water or something like that. But when you, when you come in with the study, they say, we're going to prove that water will eliminate those organisms because maybe they're wanting to come up with a product that's a sanitizer and water is the base. Well, then they find out that it was carbonated water that was the most efficient at removing those organisms to sanitize a surface. Well, when you look, look at the hypothesis and you look at the, the tagline of what the The study is, is I'm going to prove that water does this. Well, they don't ever come back and say it's carbonated water. They just say, well, I'm going to disprove this other study because I found out that water will do it. Well, there's different types of water. There's mineral water. There's purified water. There's water. There's carbonated water. I mean, the the list goes on. So you can't say that all water is water and all water is the same because each is chemically a little bit different than the other. So whenever you have a study that comes out, I want that awareness that you can come in and you can manipulate the results and change it and change it and change it. But unfortunately, these scientific studies come out with a hypothesis. The hypothesis is not changed to reflect the ending result of the study. So. You know that doesn't mean that they're lying because they're not lying it just means that along the way they found out their hypothesis was wrong and they had to change some of the the testing in order to because that's all a, a that's all you're really doing is you're collecting data you're testing and you're collecting data that's what science is you're putting something out there you're testing it and you're seeing what data comes off of it and you may or may not prove or deny your hypothesis i've had but many experiments that I've done that came out with a completely different conclusion than what the hypothesis was.
0: I love that. And that's true too, because, you know, I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes I read articles or, um, sorry guys, I'm just a bit sweaty. (laughs) It's
2: summertime in the Northern hemisphere. (laughs) It was so automatic. Um,
0: I've I've read articles and I've read science uh, journals and and things and sometimes sometimes I'm just like okay guys come on you said this it's not yeah. and so I'm glad you explained that because that makes
2: yeah so when you see an article and it says oh this is beneficial to you I mean look at the '90s back in the '90s they said you know uh, coconut oil is the is the amazing product and everybody was eating it and slathering it on their face and putting it in every product and now all of a sudden the last couple of years they've come out and said oops yeah coconut oil may not have been the most beneficial option available and it may like we said before i just said a little while ago everything that's mostly good has cons to it so you know they were it was the new fat at the time that was like the cure-all And so I think that's probably the main thing I want people to understand as a consumer is breaking that mindset that when you come across a fad, it's not, it's not something that's the major breakthrough that you think it is. Even if it's beneficial and good for you, there's going to be a con about it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Oh my word.
0: I am loving this. I am. (laughs) This This
2: this is- so i had i had i was going to touch on that subject earlier i completely forgot about it so thank you for bringing it up again about the you know the studies and and things the way that we use them and being beneficial and and yeah. things like that so if we have time before our next break uh it doesn't look like we do so when we come back from the break i'll talk more about the plant
0: Thank you for listening to Type 2 Take 2, Your Diabetes and Health Centered Podcast. Please remember that we are not doctors and we don't play them on TV. So, if you have medical questions that are medically grounded, please contact a medical provider. If, however, you'd like to get to the root cause of your chronic disease or illness, please email me at teamihinwa at gmail.com or contact me through our Facebook page, Envision Health Coaching. Again, we are not doctors. We do not diagnose, treat, and we certainly do not cure. But if you're ready to take the next natural step to your health, schedule a free 15-minute discovery call to see if we're a great fit. Have a great day.